Peace, love, knowledge, and freedom, and welcome to another episode of the Just Seen Podcast. Today, I'm going to talk about uh, uh, a very, I'm not going to say touchy, but it's a very taboo subject, in my opinion. And it's the difference between belief and knowledge. Um, So many um, people, like collectively, uh, we make the two interchangeable somehow, and they're not. Um, We think belief and knowledge is the same thing. A lot of times we use the same, you know, verbiage with it. You know, we'll say things matter. We'll say, we'll speak on things we believe in matter-of-factly as if they are knowledge-based or they are information of facts. And, you know, a lot of it ties into, you know, emotion and passion that you have, whatever it is that you believe in. But belief and knowledge are not the same thing. They appear to be the same thing, but there's a fine line that separates them. And there's a heavy wall that keeps one from being the other, keeps belief from becoming knowledge. And um, I think that's something I really want to talk about just because I just, you know, feel like talking about it. It's on my mind. It came to me through meditations today. So I kind of wanted to... uh, Put that down. Um, now, by no means am I saying anything about uh, like I don't want it to see like I'm, I'm going to be bashing people's beliefs or anything like that. Um, but now I'm just literally talking about those two conceptualizations, belief and knowledge, um, because even with quote unquote people who become woke, they still don't really have the knowledge about it. They have belief, and they get into this point of okay, I'm dropping knowledge, but they're not. They're dropping what they believe in because I've learned that 90% almost of the people who are quote-unquote dropping knowledge don't drop shit. You feel what I'm saying? They see a meme, see a post, and believe what is being said, maybe because of the way that the person is presenting it. That's why I haven't said it in a long time on my podcast, And I don't think I said it a long time on my social media either, but no matter what I do, no matter what I say, always assume that I'm lying and go fact check me. Like, that's, don't take shit that I say for face value, no matter how convincing it sounds, no matter how good it sounds. Always assume that I'm lying and then go fact check me. You feel what I mean? Because that is what keeps your mind free. Now, this is not to say have trust issues. I'm talking about things of if there's something that you have never encountered in your life, assume that person is lying and go fact check it. That's why I added the go fact check it. Don't just assume I'm lying. That's not what I'm saying. Don't cut my my sentence short. You feel me? But um, always do that with everything that pertains to your mind, that pertains to any bit of information you do or don't know. You have to fact check it and you have to continue to understand deeper the concepts that you allow to consume your mind the most. Because if you don't, what's going to happen is you'll become a believer to that instead of a knower. And if you are not a knower, you will never be able to ascend to an understander or an experiencer first, then become an understander. You feel what I'm saying? Um, I'll get into that a little bit too, you know, the different phases of the mind and shit and how that ties into all of this as well. So, before I get started, as always, follow me on Instagram at underscore, just underscore, seen underscore. Be sure to follow, not follow, be sure to check out my website, IamJustSeen.com. 
to get access to my books. So for the reality to black my masculinity, so for two toxic femininity, uh, hitting a raw, living a raw plant-based lifestyle for life. Uh, if you would like to join my courses, Mastering the Market, a comprehensive guide to Forex trading, where I teach how to read the markets in Forex and stocks as well. You can also sign up for the webinars that are there that um, I give every other Thursday. Um, Pre-recorded, of course, I don't do the live webinars anymore due to time constraints. Um, you can get my merchandise, um, you know, hoodies, tees, you know, socks, whatever. Uh, you can get it from Justine's merch. It is on my website as well. You can set up um, chatting with scene session if you just want to talk, chop it up on certain things, pick my brain, you know, go things. You can book a session and we can, you know, sit down and schedule out a time that works for you. Um, even if you just want to vent about some things, uh, even down to, you know, needing a quick call out at work. Somebody needs, you need somebody to call your job frantic and saying they need to get up with you because it's time for you to go home. I'll do it. And I'll make it in a way where it's not anything that the universe will respond back to negatively. You know, I'm not going to call you and say, oh, what such, such just died. I'm not going to do no shit like that. But I'm going to, you know, do it in a way that there's no crazy repercussions. <laughs> Anywho. Um, yeah. And I want to give a, a, a big shout out and thanks to everyone who continues to support the podcast. Um you are great. You are awesome. I just recently seen that I hit five stars on um, Apple Apple uh, Podcasts. I mean, I'm an Android user, so I don't know. That's why I found out late. But um, I appreciate y'all for, you know, putting me up there. Um, any, every, everybody, like I said, tips, sponsors, supports. If you would like to, um, you can do so. PayPal, Cash App is fine. You know, you can also leave a review. It's all good. I appreciate it. Um, Everything is in the description of your podcast episode. So without further ado, though, I'm going to go ahead and uh, we're going to take a quick break. And then we're going to hop back into impromptu pop-ups. Um, belief versus knowledge or I don't know. Belief versus knowledge. We'll figure it out. But yeah, um, take a quick break and we'll be right back. Oh yeah, and don't forget to visit IamJustSeen.com. There, you can get all things Just Seen. You want to add the So For Us series to your library? Visit IamJustSeen.com. You want to learn how to master the market for series trading and investing? Visit IamJustSeen.com. You want to get your hands on some exclusive merch like tees, hoodies, coffee mugs, hats, bags? Visit IamJustSeen.com. Are you thinking about transitioning into the plant-based lifestyle? Visit IamJustScene.com. You ever want to just chat with Scene about anything from simple advice to mentorship? Visit IamJustScene.com. <laughs> anything and everything that is me, you can find at IamJustScene.com. So just take a quick peek into my world and see why being just seen is nothing less but always more. Because you never really know what you need until you see it. You will never see it unless you visit IamJustScene.com. All right, welcome back, welcome back. Okay, so... We're going to start it off like this. The difference between belief and knowledge is simple, right? Belief is emotion tied to opinion, right? And knowledge is fact moved away from emotion, okay? To be able to, to be able to, have a knowledge base 
See, the thing about facts and information is that they are just what they are. You know, the belief is designed in a way in which it puts the emotion, the feeling, it connects a feeling to what your thoughts are about something. You know, your thoughts can either be opinion or fact, you know. When your emotions are tied to what you deem as a fact is an opinion. And your emotions can be so strong about an opinion that it appears to you that it is a fact. And it cannot be a fact at all. It's just an opinion, you know. And getting angry about your opinion, falling in love with your opinion, you know, uh, feeling uh, having your opinions make you feel elated, still does not make them a fact. You feel what I'm saying? If you've been following me long enough on any outlet that I'm on, you know, I always say that there is no truth. You know, I got that from um, the late Dr. Delbert Blair. You know, he was a great elder, you know, even greater ancestor. Um, But he always would say, there is no truth until you make it the truth. You feel what I'm saying? And what I get out of that is truth is a relative thing to the experiencer because in my course over this life, I've learned that no matter what you do, anything that is deemed the truth can become a lie with a simple fact or an, op- an emotion-based opinion. You know, you can nullify that. So there is no real truth, you know. But your truth is really the truth that matters. You have to figure out what sits right with you, you know, and what you validate and what you show approved and what you say is real. Now, here's where belief and knowledge have their quandary and have their battle because a lot of people assume that they're the same thing, you know, and I see it with religion, of course, and then I see it now with this new age spirituality and all of this shit that's going on. People make belief systems out of all of this because they don't want to know. You feel what I'm saying? They don't want to know. They don't seek to know, but they rather feel about a thing, right? Beliefs are 100% feeling-based. You do not, like, there is no objective belief. You know what I'm saying? If there were beliefs, people could change their minds easily, a lot more easily when information negates what they feel. You feel what I'm saying? What they feel. And one of the craziest feelings tied to belief that makes it hard is, and, and what separates it from knowledge is how knowledge can make you feel stupid. Nobody wants to feel stupid. Stupid is a feeling, you know. It can be a state of being, but in what we're talking about now, stupid is a feeling. And no one wants to be made to feel that. So with our beliefs, we align with people who won't make us feel stupid. Like, you feel what I'm saying? Rather than, and, and ultimately... I don't want this is I don't want to try to be objective with this. Ultimately, if you align with people who don't make you feel stupid, you can easily walk the line of being stupid over time. You feel what I'm saying? Because you can continually reaffirm shit that's not real or shit that has problems to it or fallacies in it and you don't try to go with those falla- go against those fallacies. You just say, "Okay, I'm just going to go with people who say that these aren't fallacies." You know, that's where beliefs come in. That's what a belief system is. It's like, no matter what it is, I will learn how to justify 
this reality for myself, no matter how it comes off. You feel what I'm saying? So when we're caught up in belief and we're seeking knowledge, the biggest, the, the, the wall that keeps belief from knowledge is called cognitive dissonance. You dig what I'm saying? If you cannot overcome or break through that wall of cognitive dissonance, you will remain in a state of belief. No matter how good or convincing you can make the shit sound, you'll stay in a state of belief. You feel what I'm saying? And cognitive dissonance is so bad because no matter, like you hold on to a belief so heavily, it is so tied to your emotions that no matter how much information can negate what you're saying, you will believe in it. You know? It's like when people are in relationships and they get cheated on, they say, that's not that person. That person wouldn't do that to me. As they observe and they find out that that person did that to them. I use myself as an example for that. The first time I got cheated on um, and got my heart broken in a relationship. Well, I ain't going to say the first time I got cheated on. The first time I got my heart broken in a relationship. Because, you know, I've been cheated on before, but it wasn't, I wasn't really connected to that person. So it was just like, oh, well, go on about your business. You know what I mean? But when I actually had emotions tied into this person, like, you know, she called me and told me that she cheated on me. In my mind, I'm like, cognitive dissonance kicked in. I said, nah, that's not her. I made up every justification as to why something, something happened. That wasn't her that did that to me because she wouldn't do it. I couldn't believe it. I could not believe that she could do something like this. It was cognitive dissonance. After she just told me that she did. After the evidence kept showing she did, I kept saying, nah, that wasn't her. That wasn't her. You feel what I'm saying? It's the belief. It's the belief in that. Like, you know what I'm saying? And healing from that helped me get over the cognitive dissonance shit. Like, you feel what I'm saying? Like, after you get over your first heartbreak, like, really get over it. It opens up your mind for a lot of shit. Like, really, it really does. Like, you're able... Now, this is not to say that, you know, accept trust issues. I don't have trust issues. But now I operate from the state of knowledge as opposed to... But I don't... I know about people as opposed to believing them. You know, I know about things as opposed to believing in them now. Because, like I said, belief is just your opinion and your fact. Your opinion tied to your emotion. With that person, my opinion was she wouldn't do me like that because she says she loves me because she says she want to get married and have kids and you know she's all in for me and she values me but that was my opinion of her at that point the facts showed she didn't care you feel me her facts even said that she told me in the past when she had a relationship with a man that she just wanted to end it with she cheated on him so he could break up with her and shit and she was like she didn't care so then she suddenly wanted to make me feel, oh, I, I made a mistake. I do care. And like, nah, you already told me what the, the, the critical thought is behind that. The premise is if A, then B, B, then C, then A, then C. Simple. You feel me? The last person you cheated on, you cheated on them because you didn't care. You feel what I'm saying? So that way they ain't the relationship again. You cheated on me and you, like, I can't, I was never able to bridge that gap anymore because of the knowledge that was there now. You feel me? So things like that are what's, what, what keep us in a state of belief. It's cognitive dissonance. 
You know, it's the inability to, no matter how much is presented to you, to see the reality of what's really going on. You feel what I'm saying? And when it comes to, to being a believer of anything, that can be very dangerous. From kids, we're always taught never to question anything, just take it. That's stupid. That's stupid because you can't, in one regard, say, you can't, in one regard, tell a child to use their own mind, but then continually, you know, not allow them to challenge anything, not question anything, you know. Our beliefs are, are strengthened by our, our beliefs are strengthened by our inability to question. Our knowledge is obtained and gained by our, our ability to question and get an answer. You feel me? An answer that I'm not going to say suffices, but an answer that validates and substantiates where we at. You know, the reality of what these things are, you know. So um, I'm, I'm watching how a lot of people... You know, and, and this is kind of really the theme of what this episode is about, because a lot of people confuse gaining knowledge with a reaffirming belief. The two can, like I said, they walk hand, they, they walk a very thin line. And the, the, the separating factor between reaffirming belief and obtaining knowledge is cognitive dissonance. If all that you are going towards or seeking as what you complain, as you claim is studying or learning, if it only, if it can't negate what you're saying in any way, shape or form, or if it doesn't challenge it, you know, like there's no antithesis to it, then it's gonna, it's gonna reaffirm your belief in that. You feel what I'm saying? And that's one thing because our feelings, because the belief is connected to feeling and nobody never, nobody ever wants to really feel bad. And knowledge can make you feel bad about certain things. It can give you a negative feeling about what you hold near and dear. You feel me? Nobody wants to feel that. Nobody ever wants to feel that. And that's why belief is so hard because in the, I mean, so easy to, to get lost into because it's tied to our emotions. And if we don't know how to master our emotions, we only want to feel emotions that are the feelings and emotions that are good. You feel me? If we don't want to take the time to deal with our feelings and learn them, belief is hard, is very easy to stay in because a lot of things are going to shake your beliefs. You know what I mean? And what people and and what people really don't want to do is have that shaking because it can cause you to go down a crazy tangent. I mean, a crazy tangent if you're not careful. And it's mainly because of the feelings that it gives us. Feelings of confusion, feelings of deceit. Like now, when the negative feelings start to come into our beliefs, that's when things get crazy. That's when things get crazy. They get bad for us, you know. And I look at people that become woke, and I always say this: like, if you if you're choosing to give up your religion, by all means, do what you do. But at the same time, I'm like, always know why you're walking away from it. So there's no confusion. You're not just doing it out of anger. You're not just doing it out of the emotion and letting it go because now you're going to attach to something else that now brings you a, a certain kind of, I guess, solace, you know? And 
when I look at certain people who have, you know, I'm conscious now, I'm woke, I'm this, I'm that, it's emotion-based. And I know it's emotion-based because they can't be challenged, you know. They, they like, the new, the new age conscious movement and all of the things like that, they have reached a point where they just continually reaffirm belief and they say that they're dropping knowledge, you know. They do it on social media, they, you know, it's just... You get a little bit of information, you run with it, you don't validate it, you don't, you know, it just sounds good. Either it sounds good or it sounds different. Those are the two types, mainly, of, of directions that people go with believing. You know, if it sounds good to me or if it sounds different. I don't know why the different shit just comes in, but some people just fuck with it because it's different. If they found, if the current or previous belief system or mentality that they once had made them start to feel bad, anything that's different, they'll accept easily without even peeling back the layers or going deeper into it. You know, that's why I look at how, I, you know, when I look at the people that are into um, tarot and astrology now, numerology, they instantly take, take it in because they came from a previous mentality of belief. Like if you give up your religion, but you don't give up religiosity, which is the mentality that religion creates, it does you no good because everything that you go through for, forward is going to become a belief system. It's not gonna become a knowledge-based piece of information. You feel me? And here's why it gets problematic with that is because with the knowledge-based piece of information, when you find out you're wrong, you adjust. With a belief system, when you find out you're wrong, you're not wrong. That person is wrong. And you now have to let your emotions get involved to stifle what that person is saying. And a lot of times when our emotions get involved with shit, we say stupid shit that really has, and we can't even hear. The emotions can cloud you and the feelings can cloud you so much that you can't even hear what the fuck you're saying. And you don't know how delusional you can sound sometimes. You feel what I'm saying? Just because, you know, like I look at, like I'm big on, you know, acknowledging each other's kings, queens, you know, gods, goddesses, and things of that nature. However, I don't believe that we were all that. You dig what I'm saying? Because when you study it, you have to know what each one, like, there's no way we can, like, I get it, you could be a king of, of yourself or a queen of yourself, but everybody, we all didn't, we couldn't have descended from that because that would mean that there's all kingdoms. And, you know, we look at, the individual kingdoms and queendoms and fiefdoms that we came from. And we think that we were that ruler. We're the offshoot of that ruler. No, some of us were peasants. You know what I mean? And I don't mean peasants in the derogatory word. I mean just peasants as in you're not in the royal family. You're not in the royal court. You're not in that, that area. Doesn't mean you're less of a person. You dig what I mean? But we have to look at that on a grander scale. Like, I get a lot of the peace kings and all of that. And I don't, I still refer to my people as my brothers and sisters. You feel what I'm saying? But I don't do the whole God and goddess, king, queen thing because I don't know you. <laughs> I don't know you. So I can't believe that you're a king or a queen just because, you know, we both black. You know what I'm saying? I don't believe that. You have to show me what makes you regal. You have to show me what gives you that 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 regality to it. Like I tell people, all, like all the time, if I really put down the history, if I looked and played, like I would not be a king. 
Like, I wouldn't qualify to be king. You know what I'm saying? And this is not to undermine myself, but I will be a king's vizier. I will be who the king gets advice from. I will be who the kings look to. And I know that because I look in where I stand right now. They're the people that I'm looking, that I look at, that I, you know, that I see in, in high regard, that I hold a high standard, that I can see, okay, you got regality within you. You hold yourself to a regal standard and you operate from a regal standard. It's not just, you know, oh, I'm calling myself a king. Nah, you, or I'm calling myself a queen. You do royal shit. You know what I'm saying? Big ups to them. You, you do royal shit and I acknowledge that. You feel what I'm saying? So those are the people who I will refer to once I get to know them. I don't just believe they're a king or a queen. Once I get to know them as a person, I'm like, yeah, you do royal shit. So I fucks with you. I can call you that. But those people come to me for advice a lot of times. You know what I mean? And they will be like, yo, same. Like, what's, what you know about this, that, and the third, and blah, 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 blah. So I learned that, damn, I wasn't, I couldn't have been a king. Like, I could not come from the lineage of a king, but I did come from the lineage, you know, when I look at my spiritual path and I look at everything about myself and knowing myself, I'm like, oh, I would have been a king's vizier. I would have been who they came to talk to when they needed advice. They came to get clarity on certain shit. You feel me? You know, if we look at it, you know, biblically or whatever the case may be, it would have been equated to a priest. Priests weren't the people who just, you know, they came like they gave advice. They had the not they had the knowledge and they obtained knowledge continually and about every aspect of the world that they were involved in. And they came to the people. You know, what I mean, this came to me a lot quicker because when I look at when I was studying a lot of the ancestors and a lot of the great people, I came across Imhotep, and Imhotep wasn't a king. Imhotep wasn't a king, but he designed, he's responsible for designing the pyramids. He was a multi-genius. They try to say he's the first multi-genius, whatever, but I don't believe that shit. I believe he was one of the last multi-genius, and I believe multi-genius was such a, a, a dope facet. Like, I was just reading this book that said, a genius is not what you, genius is not what you are, it's what you have. That shit was powerful to me because it's like everybody thinks a genius. If everybody thinks you are a genius, you know, you have genius. You feel what I'm saying? Everybody has genius in them, you know, but we we equate a genius to just an intelligent person. No, genius is not what you are. It's what you have. And when you tap into what you have, you become a genius. You do genius shit. Right. That shit was phenomenal when I when I read that. But um, yeah, it. it it showed me that, you know, when you start to really know yourself and that's where it gets, that's where it gets tricky. Because like I said, all our lives, we're taught to believe in ourselves, right? Believe in yourself. Now, when we tie that back into what I was saying about belief being, you know, your belief being feelings tied to your opinions, you know what I'm saying? What opinion do you have over yourself? And that's what you believe in. So who gives you your opinion? You know, and you can create like, and that's where arrogance comes in. That's where narcissism comes in. I get called it all the time, not narcissistic. I've never been called narcissistic, but I get called arrogant a lot. You feel me? And I be telling people, I'm very, I'm one of the most modest motherfuckers you can know. The reason why you feel that I'm arrogant is because you are basing your standard of whatever I present off of the premise that, off of your own standard, not mine. 
You feel what I'm saying? When I tell people, yo, I'm very, very modest, bro. Like, I'm not, I'm, I'm a very modest motherfucker. Like, if I really turned up and I acted the way, or I carried myself the way that I know that I am, people would really call me conceited. They would really call me arrogant. They're like, I'm like, I'm not. I'm one of the most modest people you can meet. But the reason why it's like that, because you're basing it off what you believe I should be. Not what you know that I am. And I tell you, and I consciously show you every single day, every moment of my life, what I know that I am. You feel me? So it comes off of that perspective. You know what I'm saying? It comes off of that perspective and that energy that, you know, the arrogance of a person is rooted in, you know, you shouldn't believe in yourself that much. I don't believe in myself. I don't, to be honest, I don't believe in myself at all. I know myself. So I have no reason to believe in myself. Like belief, I don't, because there's no opinion about what I feel. It's the thought behind what I know. You feel what I'm saying? It's knowing that about myself. It's knowing these things about myself. You know, Bruce Lee said it best. You know, he was like, he said, if I tell you that I'm no good. No, he said, if I tell you that I'm good, you'll tell me that I'm bragging. But if I tell you that I'm no good, you know I'm lying. You know, it's, that was real shit. Like, you feel what I'm saying? And that's where it comes into because... When we're children, when we're going through life, they say, yeah, believe in yourself. They never teach you to know yourself because that requires a different level of work. You feel what I'm saying? Imagine, imagine hitting cognitive dissonance about yourself. We do it all the time. We hit cognitive dissonance about ourselves all the time. You feel what I'm saying? To where no matter what you feel or no matter what you know about the reality of yourself, you won't believe it, especially if it's something that can elevate you or transcend you. You feel me? You don't believe it. You'll be like, nah, I'm not holding on to that. Case in point, back to the relationship thing that I was talking about. You feel what I'm saying? And believing that, you know, oh, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a good man. You know, I didn't cheat. I didn't do anything wrong. I helped her become better and everything like that. You know, I didn't know that I was a good man. I had not internalized that. I let the opinion of other people be what I fed off of, what I tied my feelings to. Oh, you're a good man. You know, you didn't cheat. You, you took care of her. You did this and did that. She would even tell me that. Her parents, like the last conversation I had with her mom, you know, she was telling me, wow, I can't believe she did that to you. She said, Your, her life became so much better just because you were there. That's what I held on to, people telling me that. You feel me? Then I knew it. When I knew it for myself, can't you? When I start to learn shit and know shit for myself, people, you can't tell me shit about what I know. You know, I got into a situation, a conversation, a heated debate, argument type, with an auntie before and an uncle. It was, you know, I guess he felt he needed to jump in. I respect that, you know, that's your wife, but yeah, it is what it is. And they were like, "You don't know everything," and I said, "But I know what I be talking about." Like and kind of got, oh, that's rude. and Oh, it's not. It's not rude. It's not disrespectful. It's not arrogant. It's none of that. It's you feel that I shouldn't be able to speak the way that I speak and carry myself the way that I carry myself because you're basing me off of your standard, not mine. You're not basing me off the standard that I give you. If I tell you I'm an A student, right? I'm just using this for example. You know what I'm saying? I ain't been in school in a minute. But if I tell you I'm an A student, right? I show you my report card that has all A's, and you say you're not an A student. You know, I'll use it an even better way. 
Okay, I tell you what, I'm an A student, right? Whatever fucking standards you have for what an A student is supposed to look like, that's your belief. That's what you believe in. That's what you hold near and dear to your heart, right? I tell you I'm an A student. You feel me? And because of the way that I speak, you know, I've had somebody tell me, yo, you don't speak the way that you write. You feel me? You be cussing. You be doing all of that. Mm. The fuck that got to do with anything. You feel what I'm saying? What the fuck that got to do with what's in my head and how I'm able to, you know what I'm saying, maneuver my information correctly. So I tell you I'm an A student. I show you my report card, but because of the way you see me carry myself, you can't conceive that I'm an A student. Is that my problem? No. Am I arrogant for that shit? No. That information is right there. I'm telling you right there. You feel what I'm saying? My older brother. I remember it was years ago, like the first time he heard me, you know, making music, he heard one of my songs. He was like, yo, you're pretty good. And I responded back. I said, bro, I'm dope. I am nice. He was like, don't get a big head. It's not getting a big head, bro. You literally just told me I was nice. I mimicked back to you. I diddled it. Yes, I am nice. Now I'm arrogant because I told you what you just told me. Think about that shit. How many times has that happened to us? How many times has that happened to you in life? Well, you have shown that you're good at something. Someone has acknowledged that you're good at something. You confirm, yes, I am good at it. And they tell you, don't, no, you're not. Nigga, you just told me I was good at it. Now, because I said I was good at it, I'm wrong. You know? Why? Why? Because it's the separation between believing and knowing. You know? I fuck with your emotions. I fuck with your feelings when I acknowledge that what I am. You feel what I'm saying? I be telling people all the time, like, not all the time, but they'll say, yo, you're so smart. I know. Wait, what? Ain't no wait, bro. I know I'm smart. You just told me I'm smart. I confirmed it. The fuck? I'm not going to say I'm stupid. I'm going to say, no, nah, I'm not. No, yes, I'm very intelligent. I'm very intelligent. You just acknowledge that I'm very intelligent. So why can't I co-sign what you just said about me? Now, when I say that, it now sheds light to where it triggers your emotions because I didn't give it back to you. You feel what I'm saying? We're in such a fucked up society that it's like, you can't be honest. We're all taught to lie. Lying is just what we do. You feel what I'm saying? So much so that if somebody says, I love you, what do you say back? I love you too. Whoa. Why? Because I don't want you to feel left out. You feel me? Why? Because now I have to cater to your belief. You feel what I'm saying? First time, first, like, I, I ain't gonna say first time I heard it because it never occurred to this. Like, the, the first time I told a woman that I loved her, she responded with, why? Right? So I'm going down the list of things and shit. Then I came to terms with the reality. I don't want a woman who, if I tell her I love her, she asks why. I've learned that shit. Like, you feel me? Don't ask me why. I, you should know. The fuck? Like, and it came to a point where I was, just, I was sitting down meditating. This was a few years ago. I was sitting down meditating on, you know, relationships and life and shit. And my only thing is like, if I tell a woman I love her, her only response should be, I know. Because she knows. Like, me just saying it is really, like, irrelevant. You feel me? She like, I, I want that. You know what I'm saying? If I, you know, the first time, yo, you know what? I love you. I know. Because then she really knows. There's no, she, I don't have to reaffirm that belief for her. Because when I tell her that, now she believes that I love her. Then I have to tell her why. 
well, why do you love me? Damn, you really gonna, you know, put me like, like, I know, I don't, you don't think about that. It's, it's something that you express, right? So like I was saying, it goes back into the give and take thing. I say it, you say it back. You feel what I'm saying? And that is a part of how we get caught up into these belief things, you know, and the whole humility thing. Like, for example, when people tell me that I'm intelligent, they expect me to say, oh, man, I'm, I'm, I'm not that. Or give them, oh, you're just as intelligent as me. No, no, That's, this is an objective conversation right now. You said I'm intelligent. OK, thank you. Now, if we get on to the point where you're exhibiting your intelligence and I bring that out to you, cool. I don't like I'm not going to default that just because we're talking. That goes back into what I was talking about, the king and queen thing. You know what I mean? Yo, peace, king. What up, bro? I see you as my brother. Like, I can't deny that. Peace, king. I see you. Uh, peace, sis. I don't I don't I can't queen you. I can't put a crown on you that I've never seen you wear. Because then it's like and I, and I always tell people that don't 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 put me in that light. I get it. If I put in the work to make you feel this way about me. Cool, but don't put me in that light. Because then when I do some shit that ain't kingly or, you know, it ain't godly or whatever the case may be, then you want to look at me like I'm the bad guy. No, you set that expectation for me. I'm me. This is, this is why my whole platform, this is why I evolved it to being just seen. You feel what I'm saying? I'm just me, bro. That's it. That's the only thing I want you to know about me. That's the only thing I want you to believe about me. And then I used to tag the moniker, the um, subtitle with it, just seeing nothing less, always more. Because I need you to know I'm me, bro. Like, I'm me. I'm going to do me because this is what I, I don't want you to believe anything outside of that. You feel me? Don't believe I'm, I'm some kind of like, I don't and I don't hold that standard to myself and I in knowing myself and knowing so much about myself I was like I don't have to I don't put that I don't want you to believe in me I want you to know who the fuck I am you feel what I'm saying I don't want you to believe shit about me I don't want you to believe shit that I do but know who the fuck I am and the only way that you should know me is that yo that's just seen like that's that's seen bro like that's how he is that's who he is that's what he is that's him you feel me know that about me you feel what I'm saying and that's why I built that, because in addition to that, I want people to know that because we can't tell people to know themselves and then make them fit a certain mold when they know who the fuck they are and they operate from that. You feel what I'm saying? Now, granted, I will guide you into showing more aspects of, hey, this is what you're getting from me. This is why the podcast is called Profane Profundity. You feel what I'm saying? I be talking some deep shit. But I don't talk it. I don't sound all sagish and shit. Like, you feel me? I don't. That's where the that's where the balance comes in. It's profane profundity. Because, you know, I had to put that disclaimer because I've, you know, in the in the title, I had to put that disclaimer because it's like, if I don't, and you hear this the first episode that you listen to, and you're like, yo, he cusses too much. Mm. You know, I'd be asking, but can you deny what the fuck you got out of this bitch? Like. <laughs> Did you not get some some profundity out of this motherfucker? Like, did you? You did. But you got profanity too. Why? Because these two things are what everybody is, man. At the core, it's the balance. It's the balance. I can't can't deny that shit. You feel what I'm saying? And that comes from me knowing myself. I know, like, when I believed in myself, then I was like, oh, professional. Professional. Be professional. Okay, I got to... 
have every, if I do an event, every event I'm gonna have on my tie and then my, my, my three piece suit, you know, be like, nah, fuck that. You're gonna get me how you get me. Now, if, if I'm in doing your event and you tell me, hey, look, this is the attire, this, I'm gonna honor that. I'm not gonna be no dickhead and just show up and like, yeah, this me. Cause that's me believing in myself and that's when the arrogance comes in. No, I know myself. So I also know, okay, you fuck with me for the aspect of me. Now, I have to fuck with you for what your shit, you know, tells me to do. You feel what I'm saying? Shout out to my uh, big sis. Y'all go follow her at Nikki's Thoughts. You know, she helps at an event. And also shout out to my sister, uh, Tink, you know, the sassy rant. Y'all go follow that too. Uh, these two women, you know, I did speaking engagements with them. And like, I'm asking them like, yo, what is, you know, what can I do? And both of them said the same thing. Be you. You know what I'm saying? Be you. I was, so I'm asking like, yo, what kind of audience do we have? What is going to be like? You know what I mean? They had two different audiences, you know? So they was like, yeah, just be you, you know what I mean? But here's my audience. So how I was able to present myself at, um, in, at Nikki's event was totally different from how I was able to present myself at Tink's event. You feel what I'm saying? But I was still able to be myself. And I was like, okay, cool. I'm going to respect what your shit is representing. You feel what I'm saying? But they knew, okay, I know what I'm getting myself into. I know what I'm, I'm dealing with right now with him. You know what I'm saying? Respect to the um to uh the cocktail conversation that I attended. It's uh with um with the sassy rant with Tink. You know, they knew how I felt. They knew me because I you know allowed myself to be known. You feel what I'm saying? So when she they asked me a question about religion, and they asked me that question knowing that I'm going to answer authentically. You know what I'm saying? I respect that. And we respect it now. So when I gave my answer, I respected the audience too. I knew what they were going to fuck with. You feel what I'm saying? On a coin flip to that, when I did, when I was um, a guest at Nikki's event, when I asked like, yo, what's the audience like? Yo, the audience is just like your Instagram almost. It'll just flow. I was like, so if I slip up and cuss, you ain't going to, nah, just do your thing, bro. Like, and that's what, you know, the, and I was able to be comfortable in that, in that arena. And still get my shit. You see what I'm saying? Still get my shit off. And it's still, like I said, it ties into my entire brand. So when people look for me and they come for, like, yo, I'm coming for just seeing. Like, be that. You feel what I'm saying? Be that. And, you know, you learn how to maneuver that shit. But the reason why I was, I was saying that is because I reached the point of knowing myself. So much so that now I'm at the point of understanding myself. This is why I just have fun with life and shit so much. But... I came to knowing myself because I transcended out of believing myself because I broke through the cognitive dissonance of it all. Because the, when I once believed in myself, it was, case in point, as a kid, as a child, you feel me? I always knew I wanted to be a healer. I knew I wanted to be a doctor. I knew, I wanted, I knew what things I wanted to be out of myself, right? But I knew that I, needed, that I was a healer. But in expressing that to people, they taught me to believe what I should be as a healer. So everybody was like, yo, you're going to be a doctor. You're going to be this. You're going to be that. You're going to be this. Like science, mathematics, all of these different things. Like learning was easy for me. It's still easy for me. So when you're learning that, when people are teaching you to believe in yourself, you tap into what they show you you're good at and you go to that. And knowing yourself, you learn what you're good at and what you're bad at. So you know what to go towards and what to stay away from, what to fuck with, what not to fuck with, right? So like I said, I always knew I was going to be a healer. 
always knew that I'm a healer. It's just innately within me. I can't, I, I do this shit. Like it doesn't like physically, I can, I heal people physically, heal people mentally, I heal people spiritually. That's what I do. And I knew that about myself all the time, but I had to learn to believe what I should do with that. So it was, hey, be a doctor. Doctors are, are healers. So I thought, <laughs> go figure. But it wasn't until I knew that shit on the other side that I had to go through it and experience it. But, and it, you know, changed my path. But all my life, People believed in me and they taught me to believe in myself, which meant I tied feelings to my um, to my opinions of me. And if it didn't make me feel good, I stayed away from it. If it made me feel good, I went into it. And that's why it's like when we, you know, I've always been one who and that's why it's that fine line between constructive criticism and cynicism. Like, you feel what I'm saying? I've always been one who can take constructive criticism. And you know what I'm saying? But. Sometimes you got to realize you're not taking in constructive criticism, you're taking in cynicism. And when you believe, you create the belief of yourself off of cynicism. Like, you know what I mean? It gets, it gets off. Like, I've had relationships with women who will be, oh, this is just how I am. You're just going to have to get with it. <laughs> no, I'm not. You feel me? And that was me in the older stages. When I was young, like the first relationship that I was in, I, you know, when I actually ended up heartbroken, I had to, when I took back, when I, elevated from the believing of the relationship to the knowledge part of it, to understanding that relationship, I realized that I had a choice to walk away from that. I, I contributed to my heartbreak. That's what helped me heal a lot too, because I knew that I had to learn that I contribute. When you're in that belief state, you don't think you're the problem. You don't think you could have been a problem when something blew up. You feel what I'm saying? I get it. When we get heartbroken, it's that person broke our heart. No, no. Our involvement with that person is what broke our heart. How did we contribute? I contributed in it because my belief of what a good man is, he doesn't walk away from a woman at all. Why? Because my father was never there. I always view my father as not being a man because he walked out on us. You feel what I'm saying? Then I understood why he walked out objectively. It's still bullshit, but it's objective because I look at it like, it was a responsibility he couldn't handle. It was something that he could not handle. That's why he walked away from it and never came back to it because he knew he couldn't fuck with it. He knew he couldn't handle it. Granted, it left scars, it left tears, it left trails of disaster, but I had to see the principle in the shit. You feel me? He could not handle something, so he walked away from it. The consequences and the actions that you got to deal with after that, cool, but you have to realize certain things. So when I looked at that relationship, I should have been out of it a long time ago. But I believed that a good man stays no matter what. Why? Because I equated that to my dad leaving. You feel what I'm saying? That's what I believed. That's what I held on to. That was, that was my, my, my quote unquote saving grace in that. So every time we was in a, like every situation, I remember one time I ended up hugging this, this woman that I used to talk to. And shit. Now, I, I get it. I lied about it. I did. Because, I mean, I'm like, yo, I didn't. I was like 18, 18, 19 and shit. I was like, yo, I ain't hug her. And then we were smoking weed one time and then it came out. I was like, yeah, man. I hugged her and then I left. She said, you told me you didn't hug her. Oh, shit. My bad. Damn. This woman was mad at me for a year, right? Like, almost like we had our, our first anniversary and shit. So we linked. I, you know, I'm doing like, I literally, she comes down, like, because we lived like, her grandparents lived like in an adjacent city to where my mom lived. So during like summer, I mean, Christmas break or whatnot, it's like, oh, we're going to have our anniversary or whatnot. So literally, good ass night. I take her to eat. You feel what I'm saying? 
I think we went to go see a movie or some shit. Like, good-ass motherfucking night. As I'm driving her back home, she says, you know this doesn't change anything, right? I still don't trust you. Damn, after all of this time, you're still holding on to that. Since that time frame, right, since, I, since that came out, I had done nothing wrong. Everything, like, I'm like, yo, you still reminded me of that shit? All right, cool. So, toxic shit. You feel what I'm saying? Now, as time evolved, it's like, yo, I'm helping you become a better person. I'm changing, like, and you really think that I'm still, all right, whatever. So, I started to let myself go. My, my, my little cousin, he knows me. So when he, he comes to the college or whatnot, his first year, and then he like, yo, bro, um, what happened? I'm like, what happened? What you mean, what happened? He's like, what happened to you? I did not know I had let myself go that much. He was like, what happened to you, bro? You don't, you don't dress the same. You don't, I'm like, man, cuz, man, you know, these girls always be looking at me and shit. And so, you know, she be tripping. She don't be liking that attention that I be getting and shit. And he was like, okay, the fuck that got to do with you? Still wasn't clicking. Still wasn't clicking because I'm seeing it differently now. You know, I had made a, a different belief system. So I had stayed in that shit through all of that pain, through all of that, 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 that self-defeat that I was going through. Ultimately for it to end the way it did. I should not have stayed that long. And then when I'm, when I'm talking to people about it, I'm like, everybody's asking me, yo, why didn't you just leave? Because y'all kept saying I'm a good man. I had internalized that shit. I believed I was a good man too. Good men don't walk away from, and everybody, relationships are hard. You got to go through that. I believe that shit. I believe that shit. So I tied the feeling to that, to that opinion and I went with it. No, no. Then I started to know what the fuck a relationship really was. And it took me going through that. You dig what I'm saying? It took me going through that. So I had to realize that. I had to start to know that I contributed to that shit too. At first, I believed, nah, it was just her. She, she, she was fucked up. She was wrong. She was this. What really brought me back was the type of dude that she cheated on me with. He was everything that I ran away from in life. You dig what I'm saying? I grew up in the hood. I grew up with gangsters and all of the other shit and everything like that. I never got caught up in the life, but I stayed around it. If I would have... I was the type of motherfucker who wrong place, wrong time could have hit me at any given moment. You feel me? I'm walking with you. You, you trapping and shit. I'm walking with you. Guilt by association. Bam, I'm an accessory off, off rip. You feel what I'm saying? That's how close I was to it without being hands on. If, you know what I mean? Like, so when she told me, described the dude, I said, damn, that's, that's where I came from. I had started to run away from that because I believe now I'm in college. I can't be this guy anymore because I remember my freshman year, I almost got into a scrap out because this motherfucker was, you know, he said something and shit. And that was me. Like, you don't like, yo, just talk to me, bro. If that's what you really want to do, don't wait till I leave. Don't be no bitch and wait till I leave. But now everybody, yo, you're in college. You can't do shit like that. Yeah, you can. You just got to deal with the consequences. But I started to change and I started to dilute myself and I had to... And, I became something different because of all of the things that I believed, I never knew myself. You feel me? I never knew who I was, but I believed who I was supposed to be. You feel what I'm saying? So when life came crashing down on me and the knowledge broke through and I started to know myself, I started to see the world differently. And I was like, oh, I'm really greater than this. I'm really much greater than this. 
you know, to where I was able to create the things that I created. But all of that came from, from the stigma and the battle between believing and not knowing. You feel what I'm saying? I know this shit started off is, you know, with belief and knowledge, everybody assumes you're gonna talk about religion off rip, but you know, nah, I don't that's there's other there's other things to talk about that associate with that shit. You feel what I'm saying? Most of it is the self. You know, most of it is self. We get so wrapped up into believing in ourselves and being told to believe in ourselves, we don't know and we don't know what belief is. You feel what I'm saying? Belief is belief is the gateway to get you to knowledge. If you just reaffirm, that's why I'm like, I take in constructive criticism. I listen to people. I don't just fuck with people who fuck with me. You know what I mean? And I don't always just take in the words of motherfuckers who don't fuck with me. You feel what I'm saying? But I listen to all of it because it's like, hey, that motherfucker might be right. I, I be doing some dickhead shit sometimes. <laughs> I be doing some sorry. Like, but I don't believe one way or the other and stay away from the other side. All right, all right, look, look, look. The markets are not a difficult place to understand, all right? You just have to know what you're looking at. And there's five things that you need to see before you can make any market entry. First, you need a pocket, so you can know which direction the market is going. Second, you need a pullback, so you can get the better price. Third, you need a battlefield, so you can see when that market movement is slowing down. Fourth, you need the upper hand, so you can see when the market reactivates. And last, you need a final push, so you can see the exact moment when it's time to go with the direction you are already moving in. Okay? Of course, of course, there's so much more that has to go into that, and it's not as cut and dry as that. But those are things that I teach in my Mastering the Market course. So if you would like to learn more, please visit IamJustSing.com and check out the Mastering the Market course today. Although it is directed and specialized for Forex, all of the skills, I crafted them to be transferable to any market that you're looking at. So again, visit IamJustSing.com and check out the Mastering the Market course today if you are truly looking to master the market. Oh yeah, and don't forget, while I still got you, you can use promo code QUARANTINE to save over 90% off of the enrollment of the full price of the course. That is QUARANTINE, C-O-R-N-T-E-E-N. You feel what I'm saying? Back to the, dealing with the people who's like, yo, this is just the way I am, yo. You're just going to have to adjust with it. Nah, nah, nah. I've never been that type of motherfucker who say, yo, this is just the way I am. Oh, yo, this is really a problem for you? Okay, first let me check it. And see if you just emotional and you just soft and shit. You don't need to be in my space. Like I used to get that all the time. Like, you're so mean. I'm like, I'm not mean, I'm me. And then I had to realize, yo, I was mean to motherfuckers. Like, <laughs> I was like, yeah. But in that, I only fucked with people who didn't see me as mean. So it's like I never, like, when a motherfucker was like, oh yo, you're mean, I just stopped fucking with them. Like, I never adjusted the behavior for them. Cause there's motherfuckers who be like, nah, you're not me. Like I got homies, me and my homies, we roast each other. We roast each other. Like we joke, we talk shit to each other and we have that relationship because not only do we talk jokingly, jokingly to each other when we talk shit, you feel me? But we also have the, the, the solid shit that, yo, bro, get your shit together. Stay on your shit, yo. You're slipping. Like we talk to each other like that. So when you come into my space talking about, oh, I want to be your friend. That's what you're going to get because that's the friendships that I have developed. And those friends are still my friends and we can do that shit. If you can't be in that space, then that's it. So I will always distance myself and I, I never considered, you know, I was like, and I get, so 
it's jumping around. But in belief, I just reaffirmed that belief within myself that, oh, I'm not mean. I'm just fucking with people who can't handle the type of person I am. That's cool. That's fine. However, you have to understand that that could still be problematic. You feel me? And in knowing that, that's when I started to realize, oh, nah, that was fucked up. I shouldn't have said that to that person. Yeah, I could say it to a person with tougher skin. Yeah, I could say it to my motherfuckers in my circle, you know? And it was like, yo, this person could still be in my circle, right? But I have to know that I was, that was an asshole. That was an asshole move. I started to realize that me and my homies is assholes. Like, <laughs> we do asshole shit. Like, that's what we do. You feel what I'm saying? But we love each other. We come from a different space. Everybody ain't an asshole. So in, reaffir in reaffirming the belief, you're only going to fuck with assholes and continue to do asshole shit. And you're never going to adjust your own shit. You feel me? So in knowing that, yeah, I'm an asshole at times, yo. But I'm only going to be, I've learned to know, okay, I can only be an asshole in this situation. I can't just be an asshole just, oh, that's me. You just going to have to adjust. Nah, yo, like, no, no, work on that shit. Fix that shit. That's what knowing yourself is about. Because when you just believe in yourself, you just going to stick around motherfuckers that make the belief feel good. I never wanted to hear that I was an asshole. I never wanted to hear that shit. But then when I actually sat down and talked to people, like, yo, why are you so, why you cut, why did your words cut so much? Why you do it? Because, like... Like, I got comebacks for days. If you, if you come at me on some comeback shit, some slick shit, I'm going to come back on some slick shit. It's that simple. And then it's like people will look. I was on social media and this dude told me, he said, yo, you sound stupid. I wasn't tripping on that. Hey, that's how you feel, bro. You feel like I sound stupid, right? So I'm like, yo, bro, you don't. All right, cool. I get you. You, you, you talking about sarcasm or whatever the case may be. So it's like, instead of. Because the post that I made was about, it was a real sarcastic post about voting and shit and, you know, whatever. So the dude said, I sounded stupid. You should be educating your people. I said, bro, I done did three posts out. I did, did three posts since this one. And I just um, did a podcast. I said, I'm way ahead of you, champ. So his response to me was, oh, he said, um, he said, LOL at putting the, LOL at condescendingly calling me champ. You didn't have to do that, you know, but whatever. Bro, you just said I sound stupid. <laughs> The fuck, how you going, how you going to throw stones in a glass house? You feel me? It ain't like I said, you stupid or no, I said, yo, champ, I called you champ and you caught the condescending part in it, but dude, you just told me I sounded stupid. So I was like, I ain't even going, I'm not even going to get into that because that's when I started, you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm better at doing that shit and knowing, uh, this isn't that person that like, despite the fact that they just swung, they, you know, they don't like getting hit back. You feel what I'm saying? And those are things that I, I, I learned not to do. You feel me? I, I learned not to do those and shit and knowing myself. Like, I don't just associate with people who are going to affirm what I stand on. You feel me? I still fuck with Christian people. I still fuck with Islamic people. I still fuck with woke people. I don't just sit in one vein. I fuck with everybody. I fuck with everything. You feel what I'm saying? Because... My, because your lifestyle and how you think and how you feel ain't got shit to do with me. I'm the only motherfucker I've been with all my life. So therefore, I should know myself. You feel what I'm saying? Whether I agree or disagree, that ties back down into a realm of belief. You feel what I'm saying? Here's why I stand where I stand. And I stick to that shit. Okay, cool. And, you know, and so I've noticed that when people get into that belief shit, that's when the emotion gets on. Oh, yo, you, you're wrong for this. Like, no, like. 
how, how can I be wrong? Because I don't agree with you. Does that mean you're right? No, that doesn't mean you're right. That means I don't fucking agree with you. Relax. Calm the fuck down. But I get it because I was in that state of belief. I was in that state of belief, like believing about things, you know, and we're all in that shit. We're all in that shit. But we got to realize that belief is designed to get us to not like when you take when your your belief system is supposed to push you to the wall of cognitive dissonance and you got to break through it to get the knowledge. We see the wall of cognitive dissonance and we run away and we stay in belief. I'm just going to continue to fuck with people who are in this vein. Like, you feel what I'm saying? Like, I was talking to an aunt. It always ends up talking to my aunts because they're the most heavily religious ones. You know, my uncles are just by default. They're like plus ones on the invitation. They're only there because my aunts brought them there. You feel what I'm saying? But they be talking to me like, I'm like, y'all, y'all got to understand. I don't believe in this shit. I know it. And I thoroughly understand it. I'm going to get to that in a second. Like, I'm, I thoroughly understand this shit. So I now make a choice to accept or reject it. You have no choice because you believe in it. You don't have the choice to accept or reject it. You just have the, the choice to continue to reaffirm it. So me and my aunt was talking and um, it kind of, she was like, You're, it's just a phase. No, it's not, auntie. This is not just the phase. And as I'm talking to her, she's like, how are you just so calm? And just, because I don't believe in this shit. I know it. And I made a conscious decision to say, hey, I don't I just don't fuck with it. Here's why I don't fuck with it. And I can give you why I don't fuck with it. And the very reason why I give you why I don't fuck with it is what you can't fathom as to why you should like having these conversations. Like, I just can't see how somebody can walk away from it like that and, you know, just not come back. Like, how do you do like people have asked me, yo, what do you like? Where do you get your morality from? Bitch, not a book. Not a book about barbarism. What the fuck kind of shit does that make? How the fuck do you get a book? How the fuck do you get your morality from a book about barbarism? Ain't nothing moral in that shit. You put to the sword all men, women, children, and cattle. You feel me? If my creations don't listen to me, I make them eat themselves and eat them babe, eat their babies, and I'm gonna put them in enslavements. You feel what I'm saying? If you are a slave, you have to respect your slave master as you would, you know, the deity. And then on top of that, the slave master, yo, if you beat your slave and kill him, that's your property. It's okay. The fuck? <laughs> Where, how am I going to get morality out of that shit? You dig what I'm saying? The wisest man of all time comes with the situation where the women say, they're, they're both claiming a baby. And this motherfucker says, cut the baby in half and give him a piece. And he gives the one, like, it was like, oh, well, he knew that the woman that had the most emotion out of it was really the mother. He needed that to do the shit. He couldn't go to a midwife that delivered the baby. He could. There was documentation. There was record. There was recordation of births. Like, come on, bro. Let's let's be large. I'm like, yo. I don't need to get my morality from no shit like that. You feel what I'm saying? But it's like when you believe that that's the only place you can get morality from, because now you can't believe that you can actually take accountability for your own shit. It's different. You feel what I'm saying? So that's where, you know, I'm like, y'all don't get it. I understand this, but oh, I understand it too. No, you believe in it. You believe in it. And that's fine. But you need to understand that you believe this shit. That's why your emotions are tied to the opinions you have around it. Because in one, and if I can show you that this being does some sinister shit, and then you always reaffirm, that this being is good all the time and all the time this being is good and I show you some shit that is not good, 
you, you, you believe in it. And so you say, well, that being can do that. It can't. You, you nullify your own premise. You feel what I'm saying? You nullify your own premise about it being good. And I'm the wrong one because I choose not to, to, not to deal with that. That makes no sense. You feel what I'm saying? But that's, that's how belief works. You feel what I'm saying? Because the cognitive dissonance won't allow you to see anything else. You cannot fathom or even comprehend. Hmm, maybe. And that's what, that right there is what pushes you to knowledge. Because once you get the knowledge, everything is sub, it's objective. You know, it's like, oh, it's literally right here. It's literally right here. You know what I mean? I had a situation where I was talking to my mom and my brother about it. And my brother comes in and he's like, he's like, see, y'all are arguing about opinion. I said, no, bro, it's not opinion. These are the words written right here in the book. I'm not, I'm not bringing this out of my ass. This is the words written here, right in the book. And it says this. This is no longer an opinion. This is the fact that is listed here. Now, if you're now going to say that, oh, it's just your interpretation of it, then your interpretation is off. Because if the book says that this is what happened, we was looking at the story of Job and I was talking about how, um, you know, people perceive, they believe that the devil is the one who took Job's family. I said, no, God did that one. No, he didn't. No, he didn't. I said, yes, he did. So we went to the verse and, you know, devil walked into heaven and God was like, yo, God started the bet. He started the bet with him. And I just, all I, my thing was this, I said, God does evil stuff. Like, I'm like, yo, God will do stuff to his most love, his highest servants and make bets about it. You know what I'm saying? They couldn't believe that because they were like, no, that's not true. It's right there. Like he went in and when the devil went to, um, to heaven again, after he was kicked out, he went back to heaven and God said, well, um, have you considered my servant Job? God initiated that conversation. And God said, yo, whatever happens, he won't curse me. The devil said, yes, he will. He said, I'm telling you, he won't curse me. And the devil said, remove your hand from him and strike him. And God said, very well. Right? And then it goes into the semantics of it and it goes into like a slight mind fuck because after that, after he says very well, then he says, he goes to talking to the devil, you can do everything, anything you want to him except, um, except touch his soul, right? So I'm like, okay, y'all see that. So now that was where the argument was because they had not read the full thing. So they was like, see, he never said that God did. I said, he just said, he, the devil told him to remove his hand and strike him. And God said, very well. So we know that he just said, okay, I'm going to take my hand away from him and strike him. It was like, no, he said the devil can't do it. So we go to the end of the chapter, end of the book, right? And it literally says, after the Lord had, um, after the Lord had um, taken his family and done all this, like it's the word said that God did it to him. And then I was like, see, bro, it's not opinion. I'm not arguing opinion here, bro. I'm not. And if it is opinion, then that means that this is not real because this is not a fact, but it's listed right here. So it threw everybody off and they were like, wow. I said, I told y'all, I just don't fuck with it. It's not that I'm angry. It's not that I don't believe in it. It's not that I don't understand this shit. I read this shit front to back and I, like, I made my own decision. You feel what I'm saying? Because the, the, it's, for me, it's not tied to the emotion anymore. I'm not sitting there justifying because like now you have to internalize when bad shit goes into your life. It's like, yo, this 
Like, yo, he Job to me, bro. And it's like when he says Job is my number one man, that's my right-hand man. If he'll do that shit to Job, I can only imagine what he'll do to me. You feel me? But that was where, like I said, that comes into your, your own internal knowledge. You feel me? And this is, this is now we're going to segue into the woke side. Because this is why I always tell woke people, study your religion and know your religion before you walk away from it. So many motherfuckers is out here teaching people, yo, get a white man back his religion and, and this, that, and the third. Hey, look, what are you going to replace it with? For one. And for two, do you know it? Out, not, not, fuck the memes. Fuck the shit that you post. You feel me? Fuck the shit that you stolen from eight other pages that stole the shit that never read the motherfucker. Oh, the book contradicts itself because it's, show me what contradiction you found. You dig what I'm saying? Show me what contradiction you found. I can validate and speak on everything that I stand on that goes into the book. You feel what I'm saying? That, that, that is the reason why I don't fuck with it anymore. You know what I mean? And the woke people just, they, they switch it. They say, okay, I'm, I'm getting out of the religion. Did you read it? Did you read the book? Front to back. Study it. Go. Nah, I'm not reading it because it's bullshit. I know so many people right now. They would, you know, where do I, where do I start with it? Start with the Bible, my nigga. <laughs> what? I thought you said no. I never said don't study your shit. I never said don't study your shit. I never said that. I said if you're going to give them back the religion, make sure you give it back, give it back to them understood. Know that shit. You feel me? There's so many people that I have talking to, that I've spoken with that I talk to who are woke or whatnot, and they've never read it. I'm like, so yo, you don't you don't fuck with Christianity? Nope, I ain't a Christian. I don't fuck with that shit because that's a white man religion. You ever read the Bible? Nope. And I ain't gonna read it. Oh. Well, okay. You ever read the Quran? Nope. And I ain't gonna read it. Oh. Well. Okay. So your only reason for not being in it. It's because it's white now. You, you, you feel it's white, right? And I get it, you know? So now we just, because of that, they instantly hop on, oh, well, it's Kemet. And it's, we had our own gods. Well, do you study that shit? You feel me? Because you'll find out they weren't gods either. Like, polytheism wasn't even a real thing. Like, <laughs> the people who tried to understand and demonize this shit thought it was, but it wasn't. They don't even know shit about shit. You feel me? So it's like now... You're, you get into that space where you're reaffirming belief. You feel me? You're reaffirming belief. I be watching how a lot of my social media following, even though I am not a Christian, even though I do not associate with that shit, they still fuck with me. Because when I be, when I, I, I talk about so much shit because it's like, I can't, I can do that now. You feel me? I don't, I'm not stuck in a realm of belief, so I don't need people to reaffirm that shit for me. You feel me? I can fuck with different things. So like when they go into the, the woke side, you know, it's, it's always Kim at this, Kim at that, Kim at this. They don't know. They don't talk about Samaria. They don't talk about a lot of other things. And it's like, if you challenge them, they look at you crazy. Oh, nah, that's it's. And here's what pisses me off a lot because it's a lot of the woke shit. This is how I know it's stuck in the belief because it's like, they would say, you know, they would talk about science that they never studied. But then when you present the science to them, case in point, this shit pisses me off every time I see this motherfucking post. 
And every time I see this post, I repost it with the right information. But every time I see it, it pisses me off. And it started with a woke motherfucker. And they said, the sperm cell is your brain and spinal cord. I said, this nigga here. And it was, I seen in the comments, people was like, yo, teach. Teach what? This is bullshit. This ain't fucking real. I'm like, yo, are you sure this is right? And the motherfucker's like, yeah, 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 yeah. Just do your own research. You got your phone. Nigga, I have a bachelor's degree in forensic biology. I've been studying biology and genetics for a long time. Embryology and everything. This ain't right, my guy. Now I see, see, that's the white man. So now it's the white man science. Now it's the white man science because I got a degree in the shit. Not because the shit is actually broken down. Like we looked through telescopes and seen these shits happen. I mean, microscopes, not telescopes. But we looked through this shit and seen it happen. We actually seen it break down. Like, you're wrong. But then you want to throw the white man science in there when it fits your narrative. That's the belief. You feel what I'm saying? That's the belief part. Because the shit, it blows me how a motherfucker's like, well, because the sperm cell, you see how it has the head and the tail? That becomes the brain and the spinal cord. No, the fuck you don't, nigga. <laughs> That's not right. The science behind the shit, the sperm cell swims. First off, we have to get past this mentality that the, the man is the decider of the child. It's not. It's not. You don't, you're not, you're not your father. You're not your father. And I literally had this conversation with this woman one time. It's like, yo, you're not who your father is. Well, the, the, the Bible says you are who your father is. I know that's what the Bible say, but biology, I mean, I'm like, yo, we can't argue that shit. But it's like when y'all don't, motherfuckers don't be knowing biology or knowing the simple shit that they're trying to come against, it's like you're wrong. You feel what I'm saying? She's like, I get what the biology says, but the Bible says you are who your father is. I said, okay. The Bible also says that man came from, I mean, woman came from a man's rib. But since that moment, a man has not stopped coming from a woman's womb. That's biology. So, I mean, I mean, I'm not saying that that shit's wrong, but I'm just saying we have to sometimes look at the natural phenomena of nature that continually happen. It's for, for me, it's that simple. You feel what I'm saying? So we got to talking about, you know, you being, I'm like, yo, even the bi biological perspective says it, you know? Well, man, the reason why men are, because we have an abundance of seed. I said, yeah, but a woman gives off one egg a month. One egg. And if you actually know through the ejaculation process, only one sperm cell makes it. The vagina neutralizes every other sperm cell. All of the defective ones, the ones that ain't working, they get X'd out in the beginning. And then the last couple ones that can make it, they get to this part around the egg called the zona pellucida. That is literally a barrier around the egg that says only one can permit. It's literally still destroying the rest of the sperm cells. And then the zona pellucida will, um, it'll crack the acrosomal cap of the sperm cell. And then it disintegrates. And then only the genetic material passes in. So that head of that sperm cell and that tail does not go into the egg. It's just the genetic material that goes into it. And then the egg goes through a meiosis two phase, which now creates the baby. So there's no way in hell a sperm cell could become your brain and your spinal cord because during embryology, you have a part called the neural tube that now evolves into that while the development is happening. So I'm like, that's the belief shit. That's the belief shit. And that's what motherfuckers just bank on because when somebody just sounds good presenting the shit, 
and they don't really know what's going on, you know what I'm saying? It, it, it makes it easy for you to get wrapped up in that shit. And that's what, that's what I'm, that's my purpose of talking about this as far as the woke side, because a lot of the woke people do that. These motherfuckers have amassed pages of 200 plus thousand people listening to their bullshit. And if you challenge them, they're going to say, yo, do your own. No, no, no. Like I just, one of my homegirls, she put me on there. She said, yo, stop responding to them motherfuckers in the comments. For what? No, I got time. The fuck? She was like, nah, like you, she's like, you already, I'm like, look, my thing is if you ask a question, I'm going to answer it. Like, I don't put this, I don't talk the shit that I talk for no reason. If you're serious, if you want to know about it, I'm going to tell you why I feel this way or give you the information behind why I come to this reality. I could very well be wrong. And that's what I'm trying to hope I'm not. So if you come into me, I'm going to let you challenge me because I need to see what's up now. It's like this. I'm going to present everything that I have to why I made this decision. I'm, I never. And she was like, yo, send them motherfuckers to Google and leave them. And I said, no, I don't like that. Because when I go to those other pages and I'm like, yo, um, you know, that's wrong. Nah, that's not wrong. You just a coon. You just. Whoa, why I got to why I got to start? Like, you see how the belief makes your emotions trigger and that cognitive dissonance. You can't be wrong. You can't be led to feel something else. Now, knowledge based thinkers. People that have actually punched through that wall and they're on the knowledge side of it all. They're like, damn, you're right. I think I was wrong. Shit. You feel me? Damn. I'll I, I reconsider that shit. That's, that's, and that's what we should be. That's how we grow to understanding. You feel me? The mind has four points to it. It has belief, knowledge, wisdom, and understanding. You can never understand anything if you're stuck in a state of belief. And you can never get to that point if, if cognitive dissonance is that wall that won't let you go through. You feel me? Because belief is supposed to lead you to knowledge. The knowledge helps you to separate that shit. Knowledge should be applied to become wisdom and experience. Right. And when you experience wisdom, you reach understanding. It's not that hard to work the mind. But like I said, when. We get stuck in belief. When we get stuck in belief, we just reaffirm it. So it's like I be I be wondering like when people be gaining knowledge and they be thinking they gain knowledge and shit. I'd be like, nah, you're, you're, you're reaffirming belief. That's all. That's all. Like, and then in reaffirming a belief, what are you really gaining out of that? You're not gaining knowledge. You're gaining peace of mind, so to speak. You know what I mean? You're gaining peace of mind because it feels good. Like, I talk to, you know, the elders in my family. I'm like, yo, how is it? That y'all have studied this book for longer than I've been alive. And I know it better than you. Y'all go to church every Sunday. Y'all go to Bible study every Tuesday. Y'all are there all the fucking time. Over the last <laughs> couple decades. And y'all still don't get it. And then I put it on a grander scale. We've been studying this very book for 400 years and still don't get it. After 400 years, if we're still saying, oh, because every time there's still more to get out of it. I, how much more can you get out of it? But that's just me because you have to reaffirm. You have to reaffirm it because when you start to see, oh, wait, mm, that wasn't. OK, I'm going to skip over that part. 
you know. I'm gonna skip over that part. Like when a book tells you that you're a god, and then you get mad at me for saying that I'm a god, like, you know, literally got into it. I was like, you know, auntie, are, are you a god? No, I'm a child of God. Okay. <laughs> what, what is the, the, like, I don't, like, you feel me? I'm like, but see, that's the thing about belief. Like, when you believe in some shit, sometimes you can't see the reality. Because the belief keeps you in the realm you're supposed to be in. I have yet to meet a religious person who's truly religious who actively acknowledges that if I am a child of the being, I am that being. They're like, no, I'm not a god. I'm just a child of it. I'm like, so a baby cheetah is not a cheetah? It's just a child of a cheetah. Like, I mean, come on, like sometimes it's like, and see, the other side of belief is that until you accept the knowledge part of it, you can become condescending to people and you can become that part of it. And I've seen people because they walked away from their religions or they walked away from their previous belief system, and accepted a new one, they look at other people the wrong way. And they're like, yo, like my perspective is I only argue with people, you know, that initiated with me. Now, I know I'm telling these stories. Every one of these situations that I've ever had with people, they started it with me. Like, you feel me? Don't swing on me and expect not to get punched. Like, they be starting it with me. Like, this is the, the like, I don't come to people and be like, yo, this is like, now, if they invite me to the conversation, I'm like, all right, I'm going to talk my shit. But you feel me? I don't initiate these conversations with people. Because when they see where I stand, they assume that I don't know. They assume that I don't understand. Oh, it's just you were mad because because God did this, that, and the third. Nah, bro, you're not even where I'm at. And I'm not, I'm not talking to you about it simply because I know you can't go where I'm at. Oh, well, let's sit down and talk. All right, cool. Now let's talk. And then when I start whooping their ass, they're like, oh, that's, uh, yeah, it's, it's all in there. But they started with me. But this is the point that I'm saying with that. On the other side of that belief, if you have not reached the knowledge, you will never get to a point where you understand that somebody else's mind can just cannot go there. That right there is why I don't argue. I don't initiate the arguing people. I don't go into the situation like, yo, I'm going to debate this person about this. Like, I, nah, my ego doesn't need that shit. I don't believe in the shit that I work, that I fuck with. I know it. And I understand it. And I understand, too, that, yo, everybody ain't here. And everybody can't get here. And it's fine. This ain't their lifetime to do it. I leave it alone. You feel me? But when you come with this, when you come with your swords out, you're gonna get this work. <laughs> you feel what I'm saying? And that's what the hard thing about it is, because it's like when you see these quote unquote debates, it's just motherfuckers believing this shit. You feel me? Because before I even engage into a debate, my knowing and my understanding teaches me and it shows me this person isn't worth conversing with right now. Because you're not even looking to be right. You're not even looking to know what we're talking about. You're looking to be the winner. <laughs> That's it. You're looking to be the winner. Like You're not even looking to gain anything. You just want to win. And then in your win, you make it seem as if I know more. Nah, you just won. You feel me? You just won. It's like rap battles. You feel me? 
I've been watching, um, because I'm still trying to motherfucking decipher all these bars, because bruh, bodied it. I've been watching this classic, this is battle of the year to me, between Daylight and Tay Rock. Tay Rock fans are still under the premise that Tay Rock won that battle. All of the stats say Daylight cooked them. All of the, now granted, Tay Rock showed the fuck up. Don't get me wrong. Tay Rock showed the fuck up. But it was levels to the shit. It was levels to the shit. It was a classic battle. Don't get me wrong. The shit Daylight had is, but it's like Daylight's, I mean, Tay Rock's fans could not understand the shit that Daylight was talking about. So when they didn't understand it, they was like, hey, fuck that. It's a 30. It's a 30 Tay Rock. Nigga, do you not see the way he flipped Rock? It's, and, but Daylight fans, they still gave Rock his flowers. Because they knew, because it's different levels to it. So it's different levels of, you know, when that belief hits, you can't see. They, they knew nothing about what Daylight was talking about. And because they couldn't catch it instantly, because they're used to the one-two setup. Like, you had to sit and listen to everything Daylight was saying. It was like, bro, damn. You said, what? You went through the whole solar system on that shit and still going? Like, you had to really see how he played that out. But that's that's... That's what happens when when you're when you're in an arena where people have, you know, a following or, or fan like they're going to support that. They can't objectively look at the shit. You feel what I'm saying? So you can sit there and be in a situation where you're arguing with motherfuckers, two motherfuckers going off a of belief. They're believers. The people that are believing are only going to say, yeah, he won. What? No, that's why that's that's why I don't get into debates of it all. I don't get into debates with people. I, you know, if we're going to have our exchanges and we talk, cool, but I'm not setting up an arena for a debate because it's not about winning. It should not. It should never be about who wins. Because if, if we're really going to put it on that and say who wins, the people got to win. That's who has to win. The people have to win. The people don't have to win all. Don't the people aren't supposed to be all emotionally charged up and, and hyped up like it's a concert and no shit like that. No, the people need to be able to see both sides, both arguments, whatever the case may be, objectively expressed and say, damn, hmm. This is for me to think on and learn more about and help me push through the wall of cognitive dissonance. But now nah, we reaffirm belief. You feel what I'm saying? We reaffirm belief. That's why I hate when I get into situations with people who, you know, that's why a lot of times I really do talk the way that I talk consciously because when I did have, oh, you're using the big words to confuse the people. No, you confuse. They know what the fuck I'm talking about. Their vocabulary is on point. They can get what I'm saying. Even if I'm just using a word that they don't know, they know the context in which I'm speaking. They can keep up. But people do that shit. They be like, yo, you're using those big words to confuse people. Or you're, you're, that you're, you're coming from the white. We can't in one breath say the white man stole all our shit and then get mad when somebody went in and stole the shit back and tries to give it back to you. Oh, nah, because see, now they done changed and manipulated and shit. All right, well, shut the fuck up. Either we're going to stick with the premise that they stole our shit or we're going to shut the fuck up. You feel me? We're going to shut the fuck up when the shit is stolen back. Well, nah, because you know they done changed it and shit and they done did. All right, well, well, let's stop. Okay, well, why do we want stolen shit back then? You feel me? If they stole our shit, they manipulated, we got to see what was left and learn how to make the remnants of it and, and hope that we can tap back into our, uh, our DNA which is what some of us are able to do. <laughs> you feel me? But 
we're able to peel back and see what's up. You feel me? But it's like when you're in that belief, it's just like you create that cult-like following and shit. That's what, like, that's what that's what all of that shit ends. It leads to. But the main gist of it all is that the hardest part of that is believing in yourself. <laughs> I know I went everywhere, and this is eventually where I want to come back to believing in yourself. Because if you're if you don't believe in yourself, you'll never get to the point where you can know yourself, right? Then if you don't know yourself, you can't experience yourself. You can't experience yourself. You can't understand yourself. And the rest of this world is going to bust your ass. As long as you just believe in yourself, you're going to continue to gravitate towards the things that reaffirm that belief. Not that obtain knowledge. You feel me? And then in reaffirming belief, you're only going to go for the things that make you feel good. You feel what I'm saying? I do. In relationships that I get in with women, I always know that it's going to be a fucked up or a hard relationship to get through when she tells me that all of her exes come back. All of my exes come back. They tell me that I'm like, yo, your ego is going to be high because you're used to and you have been conditioned to believe that you're not the problem in those relationships because they come back and they reaffirm it for you. It wasn't you. It was me. I can't find another woman like you and that, this. And I tell them, look, Baby, it's different here. And I mean that, like, and again, it comes off arrogant if you don't know me yet. (laughs) But I know myself so well that I'm like, look, you have to really start to consider that if those are the type of men that, you know, they keep coming back, they reaffirm that for you. I said, I'm not that type of person. The reason I said, you got to think you're in my arena now and don't know it. So all of the women that I have, that I am attracted to are like you. I'm not worried about finding another one of you. I can. Because I know what I have to, you know, reverberate to get somebody like you. You feel what I'm saying? And like I said, it comes off. It comes off arrogant because you're not supposed to talk like this. You're not supposed to know yourself and be well. I, I understand the fuck out of me. Like. And so I talk certain shit that I talk. You feel what I'm saying? Case in point, I dealt with a woman who literally hit me with this shit. Well, um, all of the dudes that, you know, they come back, they keep telling me, I can't find nobody like you. Uh, I say, yo, this is going to be a doozy. I'm like, like this is going to be a doozy. She's going to, I said, it's going to fuck her up because she has to work now. She has to work. And it's almost a direct parallelism because a lot of the women that have said that to me, somewhere in our conversation, they've also said, I don't deserve somebody like you. Or what can I do for you? Nothing. But be yourself. I don't need you to do anything for me. I can cook. I can clean. I can do everything. Like, I don't need motivation. I don't need none of that shit. Now you have to be something else. You can't just believe you're a good woman anymore because you dealt with men who weren't shit that told you you were a good woman. Right? So this particular woman, she, you know, we were talking to whatever the case may be. And she tells me that she read my book to her ex-boyfriend or her ex-husband or some whatever case may be. They were together. She read my book to him and she was like, I'm reading it to him. And he just didn't get it. And I'm like, damn. You know. So now, like I said, her ego's up because she's always been the alpha part of that relationship. You feel what I'm saying? She's been the A side. She's been the 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 lead of it. Right? And I'm like, you don't even see the the, the separation between him and I. 
Like, I get it. You're used to those men coming back and, yo, I can never find. I said, you're not going to have that with me. You feel me? You're not. Now, when we walk away from each other, understand we'll walk away from each other. There's not going to be, you know, oh, nah, you'll be. I you think that. And she did not even see the separation. I'm like, look, listen to what you're saying right now. You're telling him you're telling me that you read my book to him. And he didn't get it. I wrote the book. So whose ego, who's really the arrogant person in that situation? Was it really me? Because you're telling me that you are reading a book to a man that is, you know, the very man that is telling you you're the standard and you keep coming back. He keep they, all your exes keep coming back to you. Now you're dealing with men who you have to read books to. I'm not saying she had to read it to all of them, but this is I'm just basing it off of the standard of what I'm seeing. This is your type. So you're used to men that you sit above. You're used to men that you have to motivate. You have to give the drive to. You had to sit him down and read a book to him that he couldn't get. And you're talking to the author of the book. Do you see the separation in that shit? But that comes into the belief shit. That comes into the belief shit. And so the belief was reaffirmed. But now when me and her started to, you know, intertwine with each other, that cognitive dissonance got pushed through. It got pushed through. Now, we couldn't be together in the long run. But, you know, I left my mark. Because now when I see her and, I, we, we, you know, we cool, we vibe from time to time now. It's like, yo, she's starting her businesses. She's doing her own thing. I'm proud of her, to be honest with you. Like, you know, but in the time when we were there, she thought I was being hard on her. She thought I was pushing her. She thought, you know, every, she, she will always run into it. Everybody can't do that. She didn't believe in herself the way that I knew that she could be because she never had to believe in herself with the type of the dudes that she was with before. You feel me? So I gave her that little catalyst to, yo, believe in yourself for real. Not only believe in yourself, know yourself. You know, don't just reaffirm that you're a good person. Know that you're a good person. Why? By knowing the bad shit that you do, knowing all of these things and other aspects of yourself. You feel what I'm saying? And that is a lot of times what happens, you know, with that believing in yourself mentality. We're never really taught to know ourselves. We're never taught to truly know who the fuck we are in depth. You know what I mean? In depth. We're just taught to believe it. And then we believe the opinions of people and the opinions that make us feel good. You know? And like I said, all respect to her. I'm very, very proud of this woman. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm not, I don't, don't, don't think that because I said that. Like, every woman that I've ever involved myself with is still an extension of me. And I reached a point where I only involve myself with women who are the good extensions of me. Whether we work or not, whether we end up bad, like, they're the good extensions of me still. All respect to her. All love to her. Like, that's, that's what it is. Because now I see her. I now see her as I always saw her. We just not together. We just can't be together with it because the time didn't coincide when she saw it too. You feel what I'm saying? And, you know, of course, time elapses and shit. But this is a lot of what happens. So off the other side of that, you feel me? You have to know everything that you know about what you're trying to to believe in and, and don't just reaffirm the belief, you know, don't just reaffirm the belief. If there's something that is problematic, if there's something that is a, a, a negative thing in you, don't just say, 
oh, nah, you just got to deal with it. Motherfuckers be hating. Everybody don't be hating. You just believe only the shit that makes you feel good. Nobody wants to hear that they have fucked up tendencies. Nobody wants to hear that they might need therapy. Nobody wants to hear that shit. You feel what I'm saying? So we believe only in the good parts of ourselves. Then that's how narcissism is created. You feel what I'm saying? That's how narcissism is created. That's how people become arrogant at the things that they do as opposed to very confident in the shit. Like, because I know what the fuck I do so well, I don't have to, you know, brag about doing this shit. It's like, either it is or it ain't. You know, I don't convince, I don't have to try to, I don't try to convince anybody of shit anymore. I let that shit go. I stopped trying to do that shit. You feel me? But there was a time when I did that because of the belief, because of believing in myself, because of what belief really does. But like I said, once you cross through that wall and you learn that belief is just you feeling, you tying heavy feelings to your emotion, I mean, to your opinions, you know, then you start to come with the facts, you know, of yourself and you remove the emotions from it. Then you get to the understanding of it all and it becomes a continual loop because that which you understand, when you get to that which you understand, a lot of times you can easily create a, create a belief system in it, but then get to that point again where you're like, nah, I don't want to tie emotion to this. When you reach a level of understanding and you start to see yourself being emotional about it and, you know, it becoming you know, you speaking more opinion on it, then that means you're trying, it's time to come to another level. You got to punch through another wall. It's, a, it's an evolving cycle. It's a evolving thing. But if you get stuck on a state of belief, you just can't feel or see anything else. You know, like the Black is King thing, that shit was, whew, that shit was good. A lot of believers. Whether you were a religious believer, whether you were a woke believer, whatever, it showed a lot of believing. You feel me saying? Feel what I'm saying? Everybody, oh, that's the she's demonic. That's the Baphomet. That's this. I was like, to be honest, there was not a single devil symbolism representation in any of that shit. It was solely because it was black that everybody saw the demonic shit in it. But what is a demon? That's a conversation I have to have on another day because this is already getting long. The purpose of all of this was just, you know, to show and to talk about how. You know, we have to learn to push through that wall and evolve beyond belief. You know, evolve beyond belief. 2020 should have showed you that shit. We are in the Aquarian age, the Pisces age been done. That's why That's why 2020 is whooping so many people's asses. I'm really going to end with this part right here. 2020 is whooping so many people's asses because we are in the Aquarian age. We are no longer in the Piscean age. The Piscean age is the age of belief. This is why when you see all of this shit coming out, you have those people that are looking like, what the fuck? Y'all don't see this shit? And then you have the people that's, uh-uh, uh-uh. Like, the belief is so crazy that you can't even see the common sense in the shit. For example, COVID, right? COVID started off as a disease that was flu-like and couldn't live outside of temperatures, outside of uh, the winter months. Here we are in the summertime. It's still here. Now it's getting stronger. Now it's transmitting into different things. We have like people, I'm like, yo, y'all don't see this shit. But again, it's reaffirming the belief. But nobody's seeing the recovery rates. They keep telling you, oh, these COVID cases are still popping up. Why is nobody talking about the recovery? How it has a 99.8% recovery rate of the human population. Now we're in a second wave or whatever the case may be. But the first wave still gave a 99.8% recovery rate. 
The news never talks about that shit. The news never shows that shit. The news never shows how um, the confirmed, it was confirmed that the, um, the a president in Africa, he um, sent COVID tests of two animals and just wrote human names on them and they came back positive. Like they're smudging the numbers. Nobody's talking about that. You feel what I'm saying? Nobody's talking about that because it reaffirms belief. I need you to believe now. I tie, in that, tie that into fear. 2020 is now showing you. For a long time, the Aquarian age, I feel kicked off in 2012 when they said the Mayan calendar, um, the Mayan calendar predicted the end of the world. It was the end of an age and that was the end of the Piscean age. Shit started shaking in. People just wasn't ready for it. Shit started shaking in. 2020 said, fuck it, I'm going to give you all the vision. Fuck it, we shaking everything up. Ain't no more playing. Ain't no more bullshit. Ain't no more of this, you know, no, you can't. There's no more belief anymore. There's no more belief anymore. And that's what's whooping everybody ass because you have believers involved in this shit. And when you have believers involved in this shit and they are no longer in this, like their minds are being fucked up right now. Their minds are being fucked up right now because they don't know what to believe in anymore. Because nothing is reaffirming. Everything is changing at a regular rate. Everything is changing so fast. Like one day is this, the next day is that, the next day is this, then it's that, then it's that. Their minds are being scrambled right in front of us. You can't wake up somebody like that. You feel me? You have to push through the wall to accept the cognitive dissonance. The moment you can do that, then you can get into the knowledge of it all. When you get into the knowledge of it all, you can start seeing, you can start to have a calmer mind. Get to this understanding. I've seen so many of these so-called woke pages shut the fuck down because they don't have anything to do anymore. Because they were just reaffirming a different level of belief and now they can't keep up with how things are changing. Why? Because the way this, the way this world has worked, the way this world is being worked is to get you locked into this shit. You feel what I'm saying? It's a game. It's a game. And the believers, hey, telling you it's going to be some shit it's going to be some shit but we are no longer in a place where you can believe anything anymore believe anything anymore these you can't you have to know you have to experience and you have to understand and it's being revealed right motherfucking now And don't forget to take a moment to go get your exclusive merchandise from Just Scenes Merch. At Just Scenes, each piece is specifically crafted with positive imagery and symbolism. From the titles and designs to the descriptions, each style gives you something to feel great about. With everything from hoodies and tees to coffee mugs and tote bags, we have something for the entire family. So be sure to get yours today. Find us on Instagram at Just Scenes Merch and get your merchandise right now. But yeah, I'm in there. I'm in there. This one went longer than I anticipated, you know. But, you know, that's what these impromptus do. Um, but yeah, belief is not, it's not something that you have to, it, belief leads you. It's your, it's your gateway. That's why when I tell people, if you, your religion is supposed to lead you into spirituality. It is not supposed to be your spirituality because religion is tied to belief. It's tied to the emotions of it all. You feel what I'm saying? And what you feel and what it can make you feel based off the opinions that it presents. You dig what I'm saying? And these opinions come off as facts when you are in tune with feeling them. You feel what I'm saying? Doesn't make them fact. 
you know, doesn't make it fact. But when you hold on to that for so long, you keep reaffirming it, it becomes and appears to be a fact and it's not. You feel what I'm saying? So when cognitive dissonance can be dealt with, which is the, the um, cognitive dissonance is when you hold on to a belief so much that no matter what information negates it, you cannot go against it because of where it stands in, in, your, in your mind, tied to your feelings and your uh, opinions. You know, you just got to face it. So that is in all aspects of life. You have to look at that. What do you believe in? What do you believe in? I mean, in everything, like relationships, this person, like show the knowledge that presents itself. Like learn how to feel that and then get into that position. You know, sometimes it's not, it's not difficult to, to, to see it. But when you're in a state of belief, you create this realm of shit ain't wrong. You know, like nothing's wrong because as long as it appeals to my feelings. That's why I try not to appeal to the feelings of people. I try to remain objective and shit because I don't want to appeal to your feelings. Because if I appeal to your feelings, you know, you'll find comfort in that. And then the moment I do something that doesn't appeal to your feelings, everything seems to shut down. Like when I post something that goes against people, they be like, yo, I usually fuck with your page, but I don't like this. I don't give a fuck if you like it or not. The fuck? You feel me? Like the, the boy that, you know, said I sounded stupid. Prior to him saying I sounded stupid, it was everything. Like, but because, and then when I called him champ, he got mad. Like, as long as I am reaffirming your belief in whatever it is that you have that has got you here, it keeps you in that space. You feel me? But then when I challenge that or I push that a little harder, it's like, now I got to disagree. Now I don't like it. I got people I don't know. I don't hear from until it's something they disagree with. And it's always the same shit. I usually fuck with your page, but I don't feel like this. See, that's the problem. You're feeling. You don't even know that you're in a state of belief. And I don't mind you challenging it. But then now you got to deal with the fact that when you say, okay, I don't agree with this. And then you try to put your information in. And then when I come in and I use the information that you have, in addition to the information I have, then like, you got to understand where I'm coming from with that shit. Your relationships, same way. A lot of us stayed in, in fucked up relationships because we believed in the motherfucker. And then we leave that relationship and say, I knew better. Did you really know? Did you really know? Yeah, you really knew, but you stuck, you, you, you stayed in belief for this person because the cognitive dissonance wouldn't let you overcome it. Oh, you said this? Mm, I got to leave it alone, you know? Relationships on rebounds. Women will come off of a previous relationship. I'm like, are you done with him? Oh, yeah, I'm done with him. Is the relationship complete and are you over him? Yep, yep, I don't know. You believe that, but you don't know that shit. I know you're not done with him and I'm not going to take it serious with you. I'm not going to take it serious with you until you fucking heal. I be knowing this shit. I know what the fuck a rebound looks like. How long were y'all together? Oh, we were together for three years. How long you been single? Three months. Uh-uh, you ain't fucking with me. You're not about to fuck up my inner peace. <laughs> no. I'm telling you, I'm done with him. I think the relationship, they be like, the relationship was done. I was really done like a year in. I just, but you stayed. Something kept you in that motherfucker. So the relationship didn't end until three months ago. I don't give a fuck how much you try to tell me I was checked out a year ago and this, that, and the third. No, now you're trying to make me believe that you're done. But you can't. Because I know that you're not. 
You see how that shit work? When somebody wants, somebody comes and challenges you, you try to make them believe some shit. And if you're not, if you're not slick with your shit, and if you're not knowledgeable about the ways of the world and different things of that nature and all aspects, and you stuck in a state of belief, you'll convince them. Like I've been in a situation like that where she convinced me, oh, I'm over him. This, that, and the third. Okay, and that's that happens to be the situation where I was re I was the rebound dude. I ended up getting heartbroken because I was the rebound dude. Though I was just a fixer. I was like a bounty, a bounty sheet. You feel me? And here's the thing: I don't mind being a rebound. I don't mind being a rebound, but let me make that choice. Let me make that choice because I'm gonna determine what type of rebound I'm gonna be. I'm not gonna be fucking with you. I'm just gonna be your friend, and I'm gonna help you get your shit together. I control that shit. Don't play with the, oh, nah, I'm good. I'm this. No, you're not. No, you're not. Right now, you're distracted because you're happy. Because I'm making you feel good. You feel what I'm saying? I'm making you feel good. And that's what, you know, we need to get into. Belief can't work anymore. It's supposed to lead you into something. And now you push through the wall about the knowing. You feel what I'm saying? And don't be afraid of knowing the shit. You feel what I'm saying? Don't be afraid of knowing the shit. A lot of people in relationships, their relationships go on for some bullshit because they're afraid to ask questions and they're afraid to really know. And they're afraid, not only are they afraid to know, they're afraid of what they're going to have to do after they do know. That's, I think that's the biggest separation and the biggest reason why a lot of us won't transition from belief to knowledge because it's what we have to do after we know now. You dig what I'm saying? It's easy to get mad at the other person that your significant other cheated with and fight them because now you know, now that you know, you have to do something about it. But you're not gonna like you feel what I'm saying? Like it's it's like I can I can, you know, I can get cheated on and then go go get mad at that dude. Cause that's the belief. I don't believe that it was her fault. <laughs> you feel what I'm saying? I don't believe it was her fault. I know it was her fault, but now I have to do something about it so I can make it his fault. You feel me? We do shit like that in relationships when, when shit like that happens. You feel what I'm saying? And then don't let kids be involved because it's like, damn, I know that this is not going to be viable. But I got to believe that I'm doing this for the kids. I got to believe that I'm doing this for that. Like, you feel me? I knew I shouldn't even have had these kids with this person in the beginning, but all right, cool, we got to deal with that. But now, you feel me? Once you cross over to that knowledge, you have to do something about it. Not only do you have to do something with it, but you have to do something about what you just came into knowledge about. You feel me? Especially if it shatters your full, uh, full illusion of reality. You feel what I'm saying? But that's how belief has to be. We now need to segue out of this shit. You feel me? Your mind is going to, if you're not able to push through that wall of cognitive dissonance and start moving into knowledge, your mind is going to be at, at, it's going to be out of whack. It's going to be out of whack. Everything is going to start, you're going to start seeing more and more and more and more things that have to keep you in that state. You feel me? And if you let that cognitive dissonance bust your ass, it is going to bust your ass. You feel me? But that's that. So I'm going to end there. Sure to follow me on Instagram at underscore just underscore seen underscore. Um, follow me. I mean, check out my website at iamjustseen.com. My books, my courses, uh, merch. 
um, and booking the session with chatting with scene, um, all things that are me from as simple as, you know, I really ain't want shit to as big as, you know, deeper conversations that we can peel back and break shit down. Um, it's all there. You can book um, a session there to all of the people who donate tip and sponsor. I appreciate you. Um, and to all those who would like to donate tip and sponsor, you can do so by clicking the description in your podcast. Um, yeah, that's it. I'm going to end there. Uh, as always, be sure to kiss your babies. Make sure they eat their vegetables and teach them to know themselves. Don't just believe in themselves, but teach them to know themselves as well. So that way they are not just accepting what feels good about the opinions imposed upon them. They know who they are. They know how to look through the good, the bad, and the ugly, and the beautiful within themselves, and they can evolve. And that's how they're able to move through the world untouched. You feel me? And know how to maneuver accordingly, how to make the right decisions with friends and things of that nature. And as an adult, you do this shit too. But yeah, I love y'all, man. I'll see y'all on the next one. Peace, love, knowledge, and freedom. I'm out.